Good afternoon and welcome to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. We are still here, though in vastly different places. I'm Catherine Nero, and this guy is Jeremy Schrand. Uh, we are practicing social distancing, are we not, Jeremy? Yes, very distance from social contact. We're, you know, uh, staying safe, staying inside, using the wonderful That's technology right. that we have. I'd, I'd like to say it's social distancing meets social media, and that's how we're coming to yeah. you today. We want to thank our uh, sponsors, of course, who make this uh, Northern Kentucky Spotlight possible. Our title sponsor, CBG. Our studio sponsor, the Allen and Federal Credit Union, which apparently we need more than one studio sponsor now. Or mm -hmm. maybe they can just sponsor it all. And then, of course, our digital sponsor, uh, C-Crew Consulting. And the whole idea is, yeah, we're separated. Yeah, we're all stuck in our house. But that is the perfect reason a Facebook Live and a podcast can happen and we've got some great uh guests coming up today jeremy yes we got adriana rogers from uh bone gia um or boom dia if you say it like americans do but it's bone gia <laughs> great massage massage place over in fort mitchell um she's going to talk about like her, all the stuff her business is going through it um because you know social distancing means that she can't touch the people that she's going to give a massage to so we're going to talk about to her about that and then also charlie vance from ergo employer solutions um he's going to come in and talk to us about like this new federal bill that just came out that uh, the president signed last night and all the ins and outs of that. Um, and then also Brent is going to give us his uh, daily update right in the middle where we would normally do the week in review. Perfect. We've got it all coming your way right here on Northern Kentucky Spotlight. And remember, go ahead and hit share on this. Subscribe if you're listening to us on podcast. Listen, we all got time on our hands. We, we have great information we want to get out about the great businesses here in Northern Kentucky. So stick with us and we'll learn more just ahead on Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 55 Mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800 292 2905 and get started on your 55 mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home. And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, I, today, like so many of us, we're all kind of being affected by the coronavirus shutdown. That's why we're socially distant in each other's homes, in each of our homes. And today, that's not going to stop us from talking about the great things happening in Northern Kentucky. And right now, we have Adriana Rogers from Bongia in uh, Fort Mitchell. And Adriana, I, I know as a small business owner, this shutdown of so many businesses has to affect you guys in particular. Tell me how this has changed business for you. So as massage therapists, we literally cannot do social distancing. We have to touch you. So that makes it, yeah, that makes it really challenging. Um, and prior to Wednesday's shutdown, we had started implementing um, extra cleaning procedures and we even doing temperature checks, um, that sort of thing. But as of last night, uh, we had to close business um, until we're allowed to reopen. So um, it's a drastic change for our staff. You know, um, so many small businesses, there's a, an availability of working at home. You know, I mean, we can video conference or, you know, you can email from anywhere. You guys, obviously, that's not going to work. What's the plan moving forward? What are you guys looking for, hoping for? Um, we have a couple of things in mind. Um, many of our clients know, and I think we mentioned this uh, during our last podcast, but um, 
I teach routine wellness and essential oil classes at our studio. So we've moved all of those virtual. Um, we're gonna use Zoom, which is a free app anybody can download with the link. So we're gonna do that um, and just continue to educate people as best we can. Um, we have asked that for our clients um, that wanna help out and maybe you have some HSA or FSA money sitting around that you have nothing to do with, um, you can use that for massage therapy. So you can always go onto our website and uh, purchase a gift card or a package of massages that will be good uh, for future use when we are able to reopen. That's a great idea. You're exactly right. And, and you mentioned those essential oils, and that's something I know that is uh, important to you. For those of us at home, I mean, and I've got my diffuser right over here because, I mean, I, we're all at a heightened level of stress. Uh, many people have kids at home they're having to uh, teach or whatever it might be. What are some things that we can do without massage therapy to kind of lessen that stress a little bit, maybe including those oils? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this is something that I've been really stressing, if you want to say, to um, not only my staff, but our as well, um, to take care of yourself right now. So um, some, some easy things that you can do, an Epsom salt soak um, is a really great thing. Um, although I will say, ignore the directions on the bag. It says one cup use three to five cups. You need uh, a lot of salts. So it's really detoxing, which is great uh, when you're talking about helping your immune system. Um, it can really help bring down the symptoms of a fever. So if you are ill, it's a great thing, but it's also great to use as a prevention. And then you can add essential oils to that. So I will say that um, you want to make sure that you use a, a therapeutic grade essential oil, especially when you're talking about in the bathtub, because it may not be so fun if you use some on, you know, not so great essential oils. So another thing, um, one of the blends that we like to use it's called On Guard, and this blend really helps um, the immune system. It just supports the immune system. So it's we've been diffusing it too. Um, we've been cleaning our surfaces with it, um, using it for um, hand uh, cleaning. We, you can put it in your soap. Um, you can even apply it topically to the body to just help the immune system. Um, and then stress. So. Our kids are home from school, and that's a lot, uh, especially when you're trying to actually get some work done at home when you're not used to being confined, and now it's raining outside, and it's just like all of us, right? So um, I actually made my daughter uh, a roller bottle. It says focus on here so she can focus. So I put a few essential oils in there, and we can roll that on her. Um, peppermint and vetiver are two of them that work great. Um, we love to, a lot of people know like lavender, super calming. Um, I've been using, so anxious feelings have definitely been happening <laughs> when you have to tell your staff yeah, that yeah. they can <laughs> and when you have to, you know, Think about the fact of closing your business for a period of time. It can be very, very stressful. And I know lots of people out there are dealing with the same thing. And it can just be really uneasy times. So um, using essential oils, 
there's a blend actually called adaptive that literally it's designed to help you adapt to situations. So you can put it on your hand like this and then breathe it in. And that aroma just signals to the brain to calm down. So that's some really simple things people can do. We're, like I said, we're still offering our free classes that anybody can join in on as well. What about the essential oils? Are those something people can pick up or have shipped to them? Yes. Um, I am not doing the pickup necessarily. We may do that, but I, I just want to make sure like we're following all the guidelines. But yeah, absolutely. You can have it directly shipped to you. Yeah, that's no problem. I'm, you know, I'm just a phone call or email away. I'm still checking all the all of those communication devices. What um, if people want to find you online? Tell us where to go. Okay. Um, so our website is bongiamassage.com. Um, Bongia, if you want to say it in the American way, it's like Bomdia. So that's how it's uh, spelled out. And then our phone number is 859-412-7484. And of course, we have a Facebook page as well. And, you know, for, for so, so many of us, as, as you know, we want to help out our other small businesses. What can the business community do? We know as co consumers what we can do. But what can the business community do to help you guys out and so many small businesses through this time? Um, I, you know, I've been thinking about this. So I, I know this may be a more, um, the, maybe the chamber or more um, government agencies can maybe do, but... Um, the public may not know this, um, but over 75% of massage therapists are independent contractors, which means that they don't typically qualify for unemployment. And I know one of our staff was already denied. So we've um, signed a petition to get that to be changed. Um, we can't do anything, you know, like we literally cannot work. Um, so, uh, you know, if you see a petition come around, Sign it, help us out, spread the word. I hope that, you know, doing this will also just bring awareness and, and hopefully our state and federal governments um, will, will help out with that. Uh, with our business, uh, a loan does not really help um, because we can't just like do more massages. It's, it's maybe like with a restaurant, you might be able to um, just produce more pizzas in a day or something like that. We literally can only do so many massages in a day. There's just so making that up is is um, is not really possible. So um, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. And listen, we feel for you and so many other independent contractors and small businesses. And so as such, we've got to at least find some little glimmer of hope. So let's talk about travel, which none of us can do right now, but eventually we'll be able to do this. Uh, the chamber this month focused on international trade. So I want to know what is for you the your favorite place you've traveled to outside the United States or one you'd like to travel to? Uh, so this probably won't come as a surprise, but um, Brazil is my favorite. So that's where uh, my mother's family is from. Several of them still live there. I've traveled there many times as a child and as an adult. I haven't been in a few years um, building this business and having baby and all that sort of thing. I, I just can't wait to go back. And um, it's just a, the people are so warm. Um, the climate's very warm and it's just a, a really happy place. 
we can't wait till we can all travel again. Adriana, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And so visit her online. And once things get back up and running, you can visit her in person. Thanks for joining us today in Northern Kentucky. Thank you so much. All right, stick with us. Uh, just ahead, we're gonna hear from the Northern Kentucky Chamber President, Brett Cooper with what's going on this week. Ranking on Google search and maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective, optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic, measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Catherine. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, today is Thursday. So yesterday, Wednesday, March 18th, uh, Governor Andy Bashir announced that there is the first diagnosed case of the coronavirus here in Kenton County. And a shout out to the Tribune and the River City News for continuing to cover Northern Kentucky. Appreciate all the, all the information. Um, this person was a 66 year old woman who's been admitted to the St. Elizabeth Hospital in Fort Thomas. And I did speak with Dr. Sadler today and uh, she says tests are being conducted every day in Northern Kentucky and have been for the last several weeks. And this is the first uh, confirmed case. Um, I also wanted to let everyone know uh, that yesterday, Governor Bashir uh, announced several uh, types of public facing businesses needed to be suspended. Um, so he suspended all charitable, charitable gaming licenses throughout the state, effectively closing bingo halls um, temporarily in accordance to limit uh, potential exposure uh, at large public gathering places. Uh, the C Department of Community-Based Services will extend certification periods for all recipients of public assistance programs. So these include uh, the SNAP program, Medicaid, Kentucky Transitional uh, Assistance Program, KTAP, and state supplementation for three months. Um, and job search and work participation requirements are also temporarily suspended. Um, so again, we had uh, the uh, Kentucky Career Center on yesterday. Be sure to check out their website and to call them uh, if you need assistance or if any of your employees need assistance. And be sure to check yesterday's video for some more information. Uh, obviously, last night and, and uh, late yesterday, the Senate passed the Families First Corona Response Act. Uh, that was passed and then signed by President Trump uh, late yesterday. Uh, so this will provide relief not only to employers and employees, but also to caregivers of those with the corona. Uh, virus. So this legislation includes clauses for expanded coverage and eligibility, paid leave up to 12 weeks, and free testing. That free testing was a big deal. So that was, that was uh, we were really glad to see that in there, and that was something we, we definitely championed. Um, as said uh, earlier, the White House stimulus package framework was released for a $1 trillion stimulus package in response to this pandemic. And uh, this plan addresses the economic impact, uh, follows an 8.3 billion stimulus package from earlier in the month. And it's our understanding that more help will is, is gonna come on the way. One of the things we've been championing 
is for some clarification on these essential services. I know many of our members have come out and said, look, the stuff that we're doing is critical. Don't list us as, as non-essential. And so we've been having those conversations at both the state and the federal level to try to get some clarity. I know this uncertainty is difficult on everyone. So I want to let you know we, those conversations are being had and continue to, to let us know and send us emails as things come up. Uh, the U.S. Chamber did send a letter uh, on behalf of the business community uh, on that issue. And so more to, more, more to follow on that. Uh, the Small Business Disaster Assistance Loans uh, through the SBA, the Small Business Association. Uh, we've been working with folks on that. Kentucky, as, as I understand it now, ha is qualified for that. And those are progressing. We are waiting. To, we know we have some businesses that we've been working with on this. Uh, we're waiting to hear back the official word, so I will keep you, po uh, keep you posted on that. Um, but the requirement to certify at least five small businesses, as I understand it, that has been done. And I just wanted to walk everybody through some of the stuff that we've been doing. That's another question that we get is what are some of the things the chamber's doing? Hopefully you've been seeing our emails. Um, we are committed to providing you with the information you need throughout this process. So we're doing it in a number of ways. We're doing emails, we're doing these videos, we're doing social media posts and website updates. And we're doing it all in an effort to keep everybody over informed as much as possible. So again, if you're not seeing something, check, those, uh, check the website, check social media. Um, and obviously, feel free to email us at any time. Uh, also, uh, we, we've been advocating on behalf of businesses, uh, sometimes behind the scenes, sometimes out in public, uh, but, but always we're present uh, at all levels um, with ideas and suggestions to try to help people through this. Uh, we're promoting those businesses that are still open, and we're encouraging everyone to support their local businesses, especially bars and restaurants and the tourism industry that's been hit by this so hard. So again, please uh, order out as often as you can, and please offer a helping hand for some of these small businesses that are going through one of the most trying times in their life. And finally, we're helping businesses navigate the waters. So as I mentioned, we've been helping connect people to loans, uh, connecting businesses to the right public officials to get answers, and we've been providing advice on best practices. You're gonna see more of that coming out from us. But uh, if you need anything along the way, don't hesitate to call or, or, or ask us. Uh, we are all in this together, Together Kentucky. So. Thanks a lot, and I will turn it back over to Catherine and Jeremy. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CBGAirport.com. And welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Right now we're shining a light on human resources. We know that a, a lot of us, are, are, our work days have changed, including Charlie Vance, the CEO of Arago Employer Solutions. Charlie, thank you for joining us today on Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thank you for having me. All right, so let, let's talk about this. We're all, I'm assuming the guitar on your wall is in your house. We're all working a little bit differently than we have. How has your work day changed since uh, this whole coronavirus hit? Well, we've moved our entire staff to working remotely, and that includes me. Uh, so I am working at home. I can hear my children jumping around upstairs right now. Um, but, you know, this is uh, the community effort to, to keep the curve flattened, as they say. So uh, how does this affect um, 
Let's talk about the, the bill that's uh, that's uh, being talked about right now on the federal level and what this might do for businesses, big and small, that are reeling and having to really change things from uh, from coronavirus, which, again, we could be weeks away from getting back to work in a regular manner. So tell us about this sure. bill so far. Well, the bill was passed in dramatic fashion by the Senate yesterday and then quickly shuffled over to the White House and signed by the president last night. So the bill is currently law. It will be effective as of April 2nd, and we're talking about big changes for employers. Mm -hmm. um, under this bill amends the Family Medical Leave Act, and as you might know, Family Medical Leave Act typically applies to employers with 50 or more employer employees, excuse me. This bill, in a large departure from that applies to employers with anywhere from 500 all the way down to one employee. So mm. employers that are not used to having to comply with something like this are going to have to figure out how to comply. And there is some required paid leave that's involved with this. So it requires employers um, to provide up to 12 weeks of job protected leave. So that includes um, all the way down to one employee. And in an expansion of FMLA, it also requires um, leave to care for a child in the event the child is sick or in the event that a child is out of child care due to a daycare closing. So these are new provisions that we haven't seen before. And frankly, I'm on the phone with a lot of my lawyer friends and we're all still trying to figure this out right now. So uh, is it specifically for employers? I mean, I, this thing just passed. So I mean, we're, we're, no one's an expert on it just yet. How do they go about getting yep. the answers that they need? I would say, you know, talk to your attorney. Obviously, that's, that's one place. But we, uh, my group, Ergo Employer Solutions, is currently um, producing a summary of the bill. And lots of folks online, you will see, if you, if you Google this, you'll see several law firms are putting out publications that summarize this but i would say just to digest the summary is is quite a bit so um you, you may need professional help um in in trying to figure out what is the next step how do i comply with this and how do we make sure that our employees are paid properly now i want to add that it does require some paid sick leave there is some help for employers that are required to do that in the form of a tax credit. That tax credit applies to nonprofits and for-profits alike because it applies on Social Security tax wage payments, which would typically happen quarterly, sometimes sooner, but it would be a credit that would apply on that next bill. So obviously, you know, as, as businesses are, are, you know, having to shut down, we just spoke with the, uh, the folks from Bongia in Fort Mitchell, many places are having to shut down for weeks, if not longer. Um, and then, you know, for those businesses that this would apply to, this is tough, but, you know, uh, necessary to, to help those employees. What are you hearing, though, from the businesses themselves in trying to comply with this? I mean, we're hearing all sorts of things. Um, Folks are, obviously, people are being laid off. We're hearing that a lot. Folks are concerned, can our employees, if we lay them off, get unemployment? And what we saw was 
an executive order from Governor Bashir saying that we're okay, we're gonna read the laws a little bit more liberally than we would normally about who gets to have unemployment. So people are concerned about that. They want to make sure their employees are taken care of. And those are the big questions that we're hearing now. It also depends on the industry. You know, folks in the arts or folks that rely on gatherings are getting hit really hard right now, as we know. Mm -hmm. I will say one thing, one exception to this bill is that it does not apply to emergency medical care providers or healthcare providers generally, who, as we know, are obviously struggling at the moment, trying to keep up with uh, increased demand. So this bill, there is an exemption for them on this. So uh, moving forward, I mean, April 2nd feels like it's around the corner, but for people who are making it paycheck to paycheck, it's a long way off. What do you say to those folks who are, you know, in that kind of middle ground of, Am I laid off? Am I just furloughed? Am I, you know, do I qualify under all these parameters? Yeah, I mean, talk to your employers and talk to your supervisors. And I would say to employers and supervisors, try to have frank conversations with your employees about what's going on and what to expect. And every group is going to be different. I wish I could say, you know, here's the rule and here's how it's going to apply to mm -hmm. employers. But it's, it's really dependent, highly dependent on the vertical that they're in, the industry that they're in, and each individual situation. I was just talking to a, a good friend of mine, well known to the, to the Northern Kentucky Chamber, and what he was saying was, you know, there is just no real prescription to this. It's, it's a case-by-case -case analysis, and that's why I say, you know, it makes sense to now to lean on your financial advisors, to lean on your accountants and your lawyers during the time. That's what we pay them for, right? I guess so, yeah. And HR solutions as well. Erigo, uh employer right. solutions specifically. Charlie, Charlie, thank you very much. Before you go though, we have to ask is just as we did before with Adriana, listen, I'm looking out the window right now. It is a disgustingly rainy mess. We can't go anywhere. We're stuck in our houses. We got to think of something positive. And so as the chamber focuses this month on international trade, I want to ask you the question of the month, which is if what is your favorite place that you've gone to outside the United States or one that you would like to visit? Oh man, a few years ago, my wife and I traveled to Edinburgh, Scotland, and we just fell in love with the older buildings there and the old castles. And I would really love to go back there um, in the summertime when and travel up up in the country and also maybe do some uh visiting to the nordic countries as well um we're we were just talking about that last night and fantasizing about when are we going to be able to do that again hopefully sooner rather than later it is something to look ahead to charlie i appreciate that so much thank you for joining us today and I want to thank you guys for watching as well. Certainly, uh, Jeremy Tran has been working this thing, the operations behind the scenes. So thank you to Jeremy, the uh, Marketing and Communications Director of the uh, Northern Kentucky Chamber. Jeremy, you're a busy man these days. There's a lot of yeah. live streaming happening. Yeah, with yeah. The there's, a, there's lots of stuff going on. And I totally agree, Charlie. I love Edinburgh. It's one of my favorite places on earth. And the Nordic countries are really awesome, too. So yeah. one day we'll, we'll, we'll get back out. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so we, we've got all kinds of um, streaming stuff coming up.
Um, every day we've been giving you Brent's uh, daily update, as you saw in the middle of the show today. Um, but we're going to try to keep that up every uh, workday and um, kind of get some all the new information out to you as much as we possibly can. We're sharing as much stuff on social media as we possibly can. So if you're looking to support some small businesses, go to our Facebook page. Um, we had a lot of like uh, we went to Chick-fil-A today for lunch. Um, they had they're all wearing their gloves and they're you know, it's that Chick-fil-A service. So they were like pumping cars through really quickly. Um, had Skyline last night. Um, through their drive through So as long as we can still support these businesses, we want to try to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to get through this together, together, Kentucky. There you go. You got it. Exactly. We want to thank us. Uh, speaking of being together, we're all here together. Thanks to our sponsors. CVG is our title sponsor, our studio sponsor, the Allen and Federal Credit Union, and our digital sponsor, C-Crew Consulting. Thank them. Thank you for watching. Stick with us. We're going to be bringing you this information no matter where we are or how long we have to be here. So hit share on this. Hit subscribe if you're listening uh, to the podcast. And we'll see you right back here next week for the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.